Hey, my name is Stephen Beckman. This is the COINTELPRO 2.0 podcast. Um, I am the CEN, or the Chief Executive Nobody, of the Mesh News Project. You can find the Mesh News Project at meshnews.org. Mesh News is the mothership to COINTELPRO 2.0. You can catch the COINTELPRO 2.0 podcast at podcasts, with an S, dot COINTELPRO, the number two. And then the word zero, spelled out Z-E-R-O dot com. You can check out our video series at videos, with an S, videos, dot COINTELPRO. The number two, Z-E-R-O dot com. And then our online guide full of articles and resources at COINTELPRO, the number two, Z-E-R-O dot com. Being in the program of COINTELPRO, I can tell you my journey has had just a wide assortment of things happened to me while in this program. I've had my bank accounts frozen. I've had an active denial service weapon used on me to keep me from walking into major media outlets in downtown LA. I've been censored on multiple social platforms. I've been subjected to radiation assaults nearly daily. And that's not microwave assaults, that's radiation assaults. That's different. I'm subjected to constant poisonings, druggings, a massive years-long smear campaign, being blacklisted and unable to pursue a career, which I had my degree and practiced for seven years before getting into the program. I've had my privacy made a novelty for others. And mainstream media and media puppets of our intelligence services reinforce these smears, which are completely basis. And then I had to wage an anti-smear campaign to correct this information. I've been given false medical care countless times. I fought three attempts at corrupt psych staff trying to declare me mentally unfit, forcing me to spend thousands of dollars of money that you don't really have in this program to go through independent and accredited uh, psychoanalysts, etc., to verify that these are things that are happening to me and and not some delusion. I've been arrested on false charges and held on $100,000 bail, which was only an opportunity for law enforcement to instruct in-jail gangs to try to kill me per the guard's instructions. I then had to go to this pretend trial and beat these false charges, only to tarnish my record, making it unable for me to also gain just basic employment. The key like to keep you broke in this program. I've been stalked across state lines, and county lines, and daily within my own community where I live. And in a desperate attempt to silence or even possibly murder me, I was struck with a car to send a message to shut my mouth. Reasons others are told of these horrible things and abuses happened to me are just carefully planned out logical fallacies to pacify 
of which all have been debunked. And I have the receipts. I'm not invited to my own trial because I hold the receipts to facts. Now you can learn more about me personally, view these receipts, and see a light shine on how government silences those that it sees as a threat and those who blow the whistle on government corruption at knowstevenbeckman.com. That being said, let's move forward with this podcast episode. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning into the podcast. My name is Stephen Beckman. I'm the chief executive nobody of the Mesh News Project. The Mesh News Project is the mothership of the Pro 2.0 podcast. You can hear more episodes of the Pro 2.0 podcast without an app at the address of podcasts with an S, podcasts dot COINTELPRO, the number two, and then zero spelled out, that's Z-E-R-O. So that's podcasts dot COINTELPRO, the number two, Z-E-R-O dot com. There's also some companion videos we have for the, the COINTELPRO 2.0, and that is at videos with an S, videos dot COINTELPRO, the number two, and then Z-E-R-O dot com, as well as just the online resource center that is COINTELPRO, the number two, and then ZERO.com. That is a great resource with articles and videos and podcasts all in one. And that is for people who are targets of gang stalking, mobbing, workplace harassment, um, tips and tricks and strategies for whistleblowers and government leakers and even journalists who might be under the thumb of oppressive means or uh, a large group of people who would employ these tactics even on the corporate side seeing as COINTELPRO 2.0 tactics are also used on targets that you know a corporation might deem as a threat or what have you and since the commercialization of the military industrial complex these services are available to those who run in those kinds of circles so visit the website check out the resource that's COINTELPRO the number two ZERO.com hey guys um, thanks for tuning in the podcast today I think this is going to be a pretty short one I just wanted to give you a heads up I um, there's something right now in the news and I thought this was important because it jogged my memory about something that um, I should tell you about when you're in this program. Um, and that is that um, everyone's talking about Obama proposing digital fingerprints on content to combat misinformation. Meaning they want to be able to track things in case there is misinformation to combat misinformation. So they want to be able to track your content. And um, I don't know, he probably proposed this as like a solution to something, a question somebody answered him, but who knows. Um, But this is something that is not a new thing. And I'm not here to talk about Obama. I don't don't have an opinion about Obama or Trump or Biden or, do you know what I'm saying, any other president except for war criminal presidents 
but, um, you know, when I was going through this shit and I was trying to distribute this information since I got completely blocked by, um, mainstream media when I went to go and blow the whistle on this shit, especially, you know, when I went to downtown LA to go to major media outlets and they, and they hosed me down with that, uh, they hosed me down with that active denial service weapon. If you're unfamiliar, an active denial service weapon is a microwave-based, well, millimeter wave-based weapon, and it um, heats up the very top layer of your skin, and since your body is like 70% water or whatever, it heats up the water in the very top layers of your skin, and it makes you feel like you're on fire. But it's invisible, and it's silent. And anyways, they, um, I kept trying to go to the media and I kept going time and time and time again to meet with new people, make appointments with new people because people wouldn't call me back. It's, it's crazy. Anyways, they shot this at me, um, the second time I made a Mad Max Fury Road type <laughs> journey down to LA from San Diego, just fucking organized crime and these, uh, rogue people like to call them rogue contractors, rogue military contractors and shit were shooting, um, that radiation shit at me based off of that technology that Glenn Scott Crawford got arrested for back in 2007. He said he actually wanted to shoot this stuff at Obama. Go ahead and Google that information. Glenn Scott Crawford type in Glenn Scott Crawford and, um, New York, and then just type in radiation. And there's two different kinds of radiation. There's non-ionizing and there's ionizing. Ionizing gives you cancer or kills you, murders you. Non-ionizing makes you have a bad time. It can cook your cook your insides, you know. But on the way there, they were shooting the cancer kind because those were those seemed like to be deterrents. They thought that would be enough of a deterrent. So I drove from San Diego to LA, which is about a three hour drive just constantly jumping off the freeway, getting on the freeway, looping back, etc., uh, to get to downtown LA to where all the media was so I could try to blow the whistle. And after battling that, I did that three times, by the way. I've, I was afraid I'd die if I did it a fourth time. Because, you know, it really um, emaciates, not emaciates you, but it really fucking just... You're out of commission for about a week and a half after that. If you don't know what it's like to get shot with a high dose of, like, I like high energy gamma type radiation, um, what happens is the first initial thing that happens is you, um, like, you you will just like shut down. Um, you'll shit your pants um, because that's a, your body's response to radiation. It's just. Uh, doesn't know what to do, so it freaks out, and, um, yeah, so I was battling that shit the whole time they were shooting that shit at me, and it doesn't happen just, like, immediately once, it builds up, think about, like, if you're, a sorry, mountain about, think about if you're, like, a cup full of water, like, if you're an empty cup, and then every once in a while, someone pours a shot glass into your cup, like, right, let's say it's a, a coffee cup-sized cup, and, and somebody pours a shot glass into your cup, you'll notice the, 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 the liquid going in your cup. 
you know, each time you'll notice it, but um, eventually, you know, saying what's secondary you're going to notice about what's going to happen with that cup is that cup's going to overflow eventually if you keep taking shots of water and putting them in the cup and the cup will overflow. Same thing happens with radiation. That's what radiation poisoning is. Whenever you get shot with radiation, it like fills your cup. Do you know what I'm saying? And each shot and each shot until finally when, let's say, when the cup flows over, um, that's when your body's had too much and now you've been po- you have radiation poisoning. Because your body can absorb a certain amount of radiation, right? In a form of assault. But um, after a while, the cup flows over and that's when and radiation poisoning shows up. You'll get nauseous, etc. But leading up to before, finally, when you shit your, usually when you shit your pants is when the poisoning is happens. But leading up to that, each time you get shot with that shit, you'll get like nauseous. You'll like, you know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, it'll make you feel like you just want to stop. You'll drop everything. You, you, I've had it. I've been shot with that shit before where, you know, my just knees just buckled. My body just like shut down. It's really weird how radiation fucks your body up. But so I made three trips up to L.A. and back there and back. So both ways I got this radiation shit. They wanted to discourage me from leaving San Diego. Anyways, um, so I made it all the way up there. Fighting these people, shooting this shit at me in cars and stuff like each time risking my fucking life, bro. Um, and then all the way back home too. they were chasing me all the way back home. They just wanted to. Solidifying my brain, leaving San Diego was a bad idea. You stay fucking put. Because they couldn't legally arrest me for anything. So they didn't know how, you know what I'm saying? The government doesn't know how to, you know what I'm saying? If the government can't arrest you because you're not a criminal, they will make you too scared to leave places. They'll they'll keep you landlocked. And that's what these, these weapons, these exotic, these weapons that use the exotic parts, the electromagnetic spectrum, things that you can't see. I mean, I guess it's not exotic. I mean... Your cell phone right now. You're watching video, listening to audio from invisible parts of the electromagnetic spectrum. They're just not the spicy parts of it. There are there are parts of it that are deadly, which is why you know things have to go through regulation, etc., so they make sure they don't fry humans. Anyways, long story longer. I um got cock blocked by the media. And uh, I remember one time I went to this one media outlet and I dropped off all these notes because no one was getting calling me back. No one was getting back to me. I was like, bro, just call me back. Look at this shit that I have to say. What's going on down here? What popped it off, etc. And I would just leave information with people and they would never get back with me. And it was crazy. So I remember I was at this one major media outlet and I dropped off this fat stack of fucking notes about all this shit happening down in San Diego. And... As I was leaving the the media outlet in the parking lot, there were some guys that stopped me and they said, like, did you get it out of your system? Are you done yet? And these were the people that were contracted to do this crazy shit to me. But basically what they were saying is, like, you're not going to get anywhere. These, are, these people are our friends. You're not going to move forward on this. Are you done? Do you know what I'm saying? Are you done? Did you get this out of your system? Because you're not getting through. Um, another group of people when I was at CNN, I remember when I got out of my car and these two guys like stood in front of me and they started miming, like, you know how mimes, mimes that there was a glass, there was glass in front of them and just standing in front of me and walking backwards while I was walking towards 
the lobby, like making fun of me. Like, you're not going to get anywhere because they knew where I was coming. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I, they were on my ass before I even knew. That also happened. But I remember that what really fucking floored me is leaving that one fucking media um, outlet and the motherfuckers in the parking lot stepped in front of my car and was like, are you done? Did you get it all out of your system? Are you done? Basically, they just like, these are all these guys in the media. They're our friends. They're not going to say anything. They're not going to help you. And that really fucking floored me. And that's why I started the Mesh News Project, believe it or not. But anyways, when I got to the point when um, I was distributing that JFK Jr. video, um, for some reason, no matter what, if I, I remember I would buy like burner cell phones. I would fucking, you know what I'm saying, go to different parts of San Diego County, to different Walmarts and different Best Buys, and I would buy, like, the cheapest Android phone I could find, and I would make, like, you know, temporary YouTube accounts and and Vimeo accounts and fucking Twitter and Facebook and whatever just to try to get a copy of these videos online, and then I would link to it other places, right, other linking strategies. And, like... There was a time when that video just got knocked down automatically, no matter what, no matter what, no matter where. And this was during the, this was during, um, the 2016 election season when Jeb Bush was in the news cycle. So a little while ago, it's 2023 now, do you know what I'm saying? So that's been a minute, almost, you know what I'm saying? Like we're three years away from that being 10 years ago. That's how fucking ongoing this shit is crazy and uh no matter what no matter when i tried to upload this fucking that video at the time it just immediately would get knocked down no matter what i would i would flip the video i would put snow over the video i would um manipulate the audio you know what i'm saying so things would be a little bit different when they were talking but it still got the information out you know what i'm saying like i would slow things down i would make the voices deeper you know what I'm saying, with the people in the videos, I would do picture in picture, I would, I mean, it was crazy, so I tried scrambling it, but still getting the information up on the web, it didn't matter, I was just trying my hardest, I was slowing it down, so then, you know what I'm saying, and then leaving, and then leaving a text over the video saying, download this video, and then speed it up by half, etc giving directions for people and then like when it would then when you speed it back up then the audio would sound normal and shit like that like i would try all these different strategies to get that jfk jr video up during the 2016 election and it was cock blocked even though i went and i bought brand new cell phones um you know what i'm saying i'd buy those um what's that shit called you know burner phones from like walmart and i'd buy them from drugstores, I would buy them, you know, the ones that, um, like, um, migrants and stuff like that use when they come here, track phone, shit like that, and nothing got through, almost immediate, every single time, so then I was trying to figure that shit out, what was going on, like, what was happening, and then finally, and, uh, somebody pointed, somebody, somebody pointed this, somebody, like I said, I had help early in the early years of my sh- of the shit that was happening I had to help and there was people that came up to me and was like bro they're they're um lacing your videos and you export them from your video programs with something that they can track them everywhere throughout the internet 
And then once, and it's, and in those platforms, once you upload the video, they recognize the video. So it doesn't matter if you slow it down, da, 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 they're lacing it with this um, tech early on. And I, it was hard for them. And then they finally, uh, they pointed me to some guys who um, were developing this technology to show me like, look, this is what's happening. And basically there's this company called Veridictum and they have a technology where they will lace your, and they're, they're trying to market this for, for some time, right when blockchain first started getting popular, not even like popular, just, you know what I'm saying? They, they had this technology and basically what they do is they would lace it with a blockchain and your their your content with a blockchain and then no matter what if somebody was video recording your media do you know what I'm saying so like even if it wasn't the actual video if somebody was like making a pirated copy you know how sometimes they'll pirate movies and shit like that they'll pirate movies where um there'll be somebody at the theater and they'll record the screen and shit um if somebody was watching that video on a TV and maybe a third of the fucking, the video that they were filming was of your living room and just the TV was playing the video, etc. It was so good at creating this fingerprint that no matter what, the content would be found by these, um, supposedly it was marketed as, you know, to protect, um, movie studios for piracy. But the, just like I've said, I, I make a trope in this, podcast it's um you know saying a hammer you can you know i'm saying uh, i think fucking rogan says that you can build a house with a hammer or you can smash yourself in a dick with it same thing goes with nuclear technology like you can power homes or you can blow up cities with nuclear technology same thing goes with this technology that veridictum came up with and i'm gonna and i have the link in the um i have a link the link in the um the description of them and how they would go to places to sell this technology to media providers, etc. And it's it's of their PowerPoint presentation. It's their pitch deck. And um, because this wasn't being advertised, you know, publicly, this was essentially their 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 pitch deck. And it's a video of their pitch deck of them serving up this pitch deck and um, describing the technology and how rock solid it is. And I just want to let you know, you know, as I've gone through this, um, and I encourage you to click on the video, etc. Um, but as I was going through this, uh, you know, what I'm saying being in the under this Cointel Pro 2.0 umbrella of shit that I was going through, we know that three things that they do to whistleblowers now. Okay, one is exile. They exile um, Assange. They uh, will falsely imprison you, or they will, what's it called, they will corner you to imprison yourself, like what they did with Assange, right? First they cornered him, they got him on some fake um, sexual harassment charge or what have you, and they did it, and they did that because he kept releasing a bunch of shit. So they got pissed off, and then they made him have to put himself in jail, essentially, by going to the... Um, Ecuadorian embassy, and he was there for years. Um, and then finally, when he, and then finally, they just finally just put him in jail. They just like we're gonna put you in jail, and they can't 
bring up the charges or whatever. And finally, now they're trying to do this espionage act shit. And if you notice, too, with the thing with Assange is um, you notice now all these people in the news cycle are getting charged with the espionage act. All of a sudden, this hundred year old law that nobody gave a fuck about. All of a sudden, everyone's getting charged with it. Fucking Trump is getting charged with the espionage act. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, what? Excuse me? The fuck out of here. Um, etc. They're trying to popularize this because they were trying to inject it into the zeitgeist. So people think it's a thing that the government actively goes after. And so when Julian Assange finally gets here, because they approved his extradition recently, when he finally gets here, that um, law and understanding of that law and getting people emotionally charged over that law, right, which is why they're, they're charging Trump with it, is because they're trying to emotionally they're trying to emotionally anchor things that are associated with a, with a person half the country doesn't like with this etc so they're trying to you know what I'm saying seed the national narrative with a negative light of espionage act instead of what the reality is and the reality is that nobody's ever been no no they weren't ever using this law they 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 revived this 100 year old law essentially to rob a journalist of his free speech rights. He is a journalist. He's won literally dozens of internationally recognized, like, top-tier journalism awards, like, awards that people, you know, like, people go their whole careers just trying to get one of them, and Assange has gotten dozens of them. It's like, there's no, there's no, um, argument that, you know, essentially what Julian was, was doing is a, um, new 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 uh new way of journalism you know since the internet has changed anyways so they exile you they will falsely imprison you or they put you through this fucking circus if you have shit on the government and if what you're trying to um blow the whistle on is a piece of content let's say it's let's say it's not let's say it's yeah, right? Like in my case, because that was the fastest way to educate people. Because people aren't going to read a book. They're not going to go to a website, whatever. They are going to watch a video, most likely. That's how usually things spread fast. So um, what they did was they laced when I would export these clips, when I would chop them up in my editing programs, etc. They would then lace my clip um, with this blockchain shit, this veridictum. Um, technology. And you're sitting there like, well, that's not the FBI, that's veridictum. Well, let me introduce you to something called Rule 41. And how Rule 41 has been getting a lot of people pissed off because it means technically the government can steal your technology under the guise of it was looking for terrorism. And this is a, this is a, from a Wired article, what Rule 41 is. Um, this is, uh, September 14, 2016, says the feds will soon be able to legally hack almost anyone. The Justice Department is planning a vast expansion of government hacking, and the unintended consequences should be staggering. Digital devices and software programs are complicated behind the... I'm going to put this in the description. It's going to be number two. So number one is going to be that veridictum technology. Number two is going to be this article. So you know what Rule 41 is. Behind the pointing and clicking of screens are thousands of processes and routines that make everything work. So when malicious software malware invades a system, even seemingly small changes to the system can have unexpected impacts. 
That's why it's concerning that the Justice Department is planning a vast expansion of government hacking. Under a new set of rules, the FBI would be, have legal authority to secretly use malware to hack into thousands and hundreds of com- or hundreds of thousands of computers <clears throat> that belong to innocent third parties and even crime victims. The unintended consequences are staggering. The new plan to drastically expand the government's hacking and surveillance authorities is known formally as amendments to Rule 41 of the Federal Rules of Criminal Procedure, and the proposal would allow the government to hack a million computers or more with a single warrant if Congress doesn't pass legislation blocking this proposal. It got passed, by the way. It's an old article. Uh, with just six work weeks remaining on the Senate's um, schedule and a long congressional to-do list, time is running out. The government says it needs this power to investigate a network of devices infected with malware or controlled by a criminal, something known as a botnet. The amendments to Rule 41 are woefully short on the protections for the securities of hospitals, life-saving computer systems, or the phones and electronic devices of innocent Americans. Without rigorous and periodic evaluation of hacking software by independent experts, it would be nothing short of reckless to allow this massive expansion of power program, uh, massive expansion of government hacking. So basically, from what I've been understanding is like if you have like a cutting edge technology, what have you, the U.S. government is using Rule Forty One. So let's say you have some shit that they haven't thought thought of. Um, like the NSA or whatever, you develop a new technology that the government thinks that they could use, you know what I'm saying, to their benefit. Um, they're going to use Rule 41 and say you are a third party in an investigation or whatever. And then now, now they can legally just hack your computers. And the thing about Rule 41 is they don't have to inform you that they hacked your computer to look through it for shit. They, you know what I'm saying? But let's, the reason why they say uh, they wrote the law and made the law public is just in case, just in case somebody caught the FBI hacking your computer, they need to put these protections up. They said, well, we can do it because no backseas. We were, you know, terrorism. But what Rule 41 allows the federal government to actually do is to go through anyone's computers that's connected to the internet and steal your technology. And then they can use it to weaponize shit if they need to. And essentially, when these guys were developing this shit, apparently these guys got their shit took uh, by the feds. And now the feds were using it to lace content that they found um, unsavory to the U.S. government or protecting high-ranking members of the U.S. government. And they were using this shit on my videos, which is why when I was buying fucking burner phones, when I was scrambling the vids, when I was... Flipping them sideways when I would flip them sideways and turn them upside down when I would put snow over the over the video so you could still make out what's happening but like an AI would have a hard time when I would slow down the audio etc like they were still able to I mean I even recorded my because I was now worried I was like oh shit so I shouldn't use this file to upload to the internet because it's laced with this thing so then I actually tried it and it didn't work where I would film. I would. I bought a, a tablet, and then I I filmed my fucking tablet from my my phone's camera of the movie. Um, and I got as close as I could, so it would still be speaker audio, but it wasn't the true audio, so there wouldn't be an audio fingerprint. And sure enough, this shit got taken down in seconds from my burner phone, my brand new burner phone. And I would go to hotels, 
Um, sometimes I would, I was thinking like, okay, well maybe that they're, maybe they're using my cell phone tower that's near me or my Wi-Fi or whatever to ping me. And they already, you know what I'm saying? So I then got an Uber and then I got an Uber and I paid this dude like $200 to just drive me around. Um, while I filmed and uploaded this video from the back of the fucking car, um, because I wanted to jump from tower to tower to tower, thinking possibly they could have, you know, a man in the middle attack or something. And it was still getting fucking like almost immediately every single time. Um, they, I've even uploaded portions of the JFK Jr. video to TikTok where it was getting thousands and thousands and thousands of views. And they've permanently banned my, in my, uh, banned me from TikTok. Um, any accounts affiliated or, uh, or a phone that has my, had, a, had the, one of the email addresses that was tagged to my phone, et cetera. I can't, they block the MEID on my phone. So it just, just recognizes the device. Um, but yeah, they did it from TikTok too. I was thinking like, Oh, a Chinese platform. Maybe these guys like, no, the U S government still, still touches the data that passes through that shit. But everyone, everyone, everyone block this fucking film. And how they did it was this technology. And if this company isn't a... Because there's lots of companies that take government technology and then they turn them into companies. <clears throat> and then that company serves two purposes. Because a lot of people don't know. Like like intelligence agencies, like the CIA, as long as uh, those companies are allowed to... Those intelligence companies are allowed to run businesses and then take those profits to fund their operations which they do. In fact, there is a company called NQTEL, which is the investment arm of the CIA, where they specifically fund companies and sell products, etc. A lot of people don't know. One of those things was from Niantic Labs. Um, and, you know, um, what's it called from Poke? And that was the, the that global game Pokemon Go. I'm not even going to get into that. But they'll just steal your shit. And then make money off of it, or they'll use it, etc. So if that company wasn't a government company and that wasn't a government software, and then they just flipped it into a company, which they often do, they'll use a software on the population for a good, you know, five, seven, ten years. And then once it becomes a little bit dated, they'll be like, well, can we turn this into a company? Can we commercialize this? Right? Because... You know, same you know, same thing goes for nuclear. You can nuclear, you can use nuclear power homes, or you can use nuclear to blow up, you know, cities. Same thing goes with software. You can use it maliciously or use it to a commercial benefit. So essentially, that's what they were doing. They were lacing my videos with this technology that Veridictum, that you know, well, supposedly Veridictum invented, and this is older shit, older technology, um, but it's blockchain based, and then. No matter what, um, they could find the video, even recordings of the video, etc., scrambles of the video because of this shit that they lace into your clips. And a lot of people are being crazy because Obama is saying, like, well, maybe we should have fingerprint ID, you know, software. Um, this isn't his idea. It's nothing he was working on. Um, and he probably just proposed that as a suggestion. Um, Jim saying. He, yeah, essentially what the story is, is he, he says, well, to combat disinformation, we can just 
put fingerprints into people's content. Well, they're already doing that. They've been doing that. They're doing that shit to me as far back as 2016 to make sure that this JFK Jr. video didn't um, go viral or get spread or picked up during the election cycle, which Jeb Bush was involved in. So just understand when people are talking about like, oh my God, did you hear what Obama said? He, he said people should do that. They're already doing that. If they're talking about it, that if, if someone's just talking, and I'm here and I'm in no way demonizing Obama. I think that dude probably was the best president we've had contemporarily in, in, in means of like representing the country and like his demeanor and, you know, how he presented himself, um, et cetera. Um, the CIA was still bombing people, but that's the CIA. George, a lot of people also, you know, a lot of people talk about the drone strikes. Um, as we know with like JFK Jr., etc., um, the CIA likes to keep the man in charge in the dark a lot. So who knows how long the drone program was going before Obama's administration? Cause those guys are all fresh faces, knew about what was going on or what have you. It just got leaked. Believe it or not, the drone program started in 2003 when George W. Bush was in office. It was just made public, much like technology and software, etc. gets made public many years after it's already implemented. But anyways, getting back to it. So yeah, a lot of people talk about Obama and drone strikes. Like It wasn't like him saying, kill those motherfuckers. Like the CIA, that's, what, that's literally called the shit. That's literally that shadow government shit people talk about. Some people call it deep state. I hate saying that now because now it sounds like a B-movie. But essentially, like, deep state people, um, people who stay in, you know what I'm saying, their career is working within the government, keeping their secrets, etc. New people come in, you know, administrations come in, but they they stay there. So, but that shit was started by the George W. Bush administration. And we know, I mean, his daddy's name is on the fucking CIA building, so we definitely know that motherfucker knew about that shit right out the get-go. You can look that up, too. You check me on that shit. Either, either way, when people start talking about things in the media, I want to tell you my personal experience of when I tried to fucking get this information out there, which where I was being blocked by the people, uh, contractors, etc., to uh, for me going to the press, and even when I was still trying to go to the press, they were literally like talking shit to me, like "You done? Did you get out of your system?" That was so crazy. But if they're talking about it, most likely is they're already implementing it. And they're just trying to warm us up to the idea of it because they want to make it public because they want to do it at scale. Meaning they were using surveillance shit and whatever on focused people, people who had information on other people, other members of like high ranking members of the government or whatever. But now they want to use it on, on everybody. So they're already using this shit. Because, like, Obama's talking, like, why don't we do this? Well, that technology already exists. And I personally know from my experiences that they use that fucking very technology that Veridictum either created or Veridictum is a intelligence agency-created company, and they're just keeping it on the down low. People don't know how, 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 um, how, uh, what do you call it, prevalent that is. I mean, for fuck's sake, bro. The leading processor company in the world is called Intel. Anyways. But regardless, there's an you know CIA investment arm called NQTEL. 
which this, the, the CIA uses to create these companies. So it's not like it's a huge secret and it's out in the open. It just It's not talked about every day on the news, so you forget it exists. But anyways, that technology already exists. A lot of people are trying to speak up about it, like it's Obama's idea, like just like the drone program and shit. Like It's not his idea. That shit existed for, for, for many years. And if anything, if someone is talking about it and it's getting press, it's mainly because they want to start doing it at scale. Like they were using it on focus targets, targets of people that they knew, you know, maybe had unsavory things to say about the government or to, um, you know, air out the government's dirty laundry or blow the whistle on shit. Right. Um, but they want to do it to everybody's stuff now. So usually when they start talking about it, it's talking about something in the news, like a new technology that seems Orwellian, it's already being implemented on, you know what I'm saying? And it's been tested. Now they want to put it at scale. So now they're trying to introduce it into the zeitgeist. So it seems... And eventually what happens is... You know, the same thing happens for, like, sex abuse survivors or people who get into human trafficking. Eventually, um, Stockholm Syndrome kicks in. And then you become... Like... And then Orwellian shit becomes normalized. And so that's what they do. They introduce the idea, the concept first, and then they'll keep repeating that. And then people will be like, oh my gosh, can you believe this? But then they'll create a situation where, you know what I'm saying, they'll make it happen to some everyman kind of person. And they'll and then they'll show this technology as a solution or what have you, right? They'll create a crisis. And then, hey, it just so happens I already had the solution. Kind of like 9-11 or the Gulf of Tonkin or fucking any other fucking major war we've been in after World War II. Um, they'll create a crisis or the, you know what I'm saying, where somebody's life got ruined by, you know, fake videos or whatever. And then they'll come up with the software and they'll be like, oh, well, we have the solution for this. And this is the combat disinformation, etc. No, 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 no. This shit was already being implemented for information that they didn't want to get um, distributed on the Internet. And they would lace videos, etc., with these, with this blockchain technology, Veridictum came up with, or it could be an Intel company for all I know. You never know. A lot of people don't know, like half of the, like not only do those companies make money, right, with technology that the State Department was already using on us for some years, but a lot of those intelligence-made companies, like um, because they have to go places to sell the software, now it gives spies a chance to go to other countries and conduct espionage. And now they have an excuse to go to another country, to another they have an excuse to go to other parts of the of the, you know within the country, etc., to conduct espionage. So the business is also works as a cover. So it's like, oh no, I'm not a spy. I'm here to, you know sell this software. Oh no, I'm here to, you know, fucking sell widgets or whatever. So it's a really good cover. And, um, those companies require it and all sorts of things, things that also a, you know, an intelligence cell also requires. And so what happens is the people in intelligence usually have, you know, I'm saying get taught by the government, a weaponized version of a skill set, And then, um, they get taught how to use it in a commercial sense, and then they'll have somebody who's also, you know, has uh, uh, as part of the intelligence community. He'll 
and he'll have like an MBA, so he'll know how to keep the business going. And then the government will just make sure that they that company keeps showing up at the top of search results, and they keep getting all these public government contracts and shit like that. Um, and it'll look like it grew organically. China does the same thing with um, what's that? Um, Alibaba. That's a Chinese government company. China, Alibaba got actually caught inflating their profits. What happened was the Chinese government was making these giant orders of through Alibaba instead of just like, I don't know, being a communist country and just getting those supplies and making them themselves or just, you know, taking them or what have you. They made fake purchases through Ali. They made purchases through Alibaba to artificially inflate its sales numbers for things that, you know what I'm saying? They already needed, but they took that extra route to inflate the numbers of that company because they needed that company to grow and expand and yada, yada, yada. But China does it, so do we. Anyways, getting back to it. So when they're talking about this shit, so when you hear like Obama saying it, and like I said, I'm not talking shit on Obama. I don't know that fucking dude. And, you know, aside from someone who's a fucking war criminal, um, war criminal presidents or presidents where your daddy was the head of the CIA and his name's on the fucking building. So fuck that dude and his whole family and his vice president and that fucking whole family. They killed a million fucking brown people, bro. Fuck those motherfuckers. Stole $8 trillion from you. Taxpayer money. Whenever you hear money from the Treasury Department of Treasury, that's taxpayer money. That's your fucking money. They stole $8 trillion from us, bro. You should be... Everybody on both sides of the political spectrum should fucking not like the uh, the Bush and Cheney family. Um, they stole $8 trillion. And then Snowden in 2007, right? Remember? He revealed that um, they were using the forever wars to launder money. It wasn't, they weren't trying to win a war. They needed to create, they needed that crisis so they can keep funneling money and then transferring it into the pockets of what, um, Assange said was the, the, um, transnational security elite, which is, you know, these security contractors, et cetera, these big, huge companies getting these no bid contracts. It was a way to funnel money. It was a way to steal money from us. Anyways, they're already doing that. And if they're talking about it in the media, it's because they want to warm you up to a thing they're already doing. It's just they would like to do it in, you know what I'm saying, they would like to do it without repercussions in case they get caught. So whenever they talk about, oh, well, we should put digital fingerprint shit or whatever, that technology already exists. And they literally use that shit on me. I know exactly how that shit works. I can tell you how that fucking shit works. So it is what it is. What's crazy, though, is like... How they act, you know what I'm saying, like, how it'll be implemented. First, they'll bring it up in conversation, and then they'll create crises where then people will be like, oh my gosh, look at, you know, like, they were, they're already doing it with, like, porn. There are, there are, like, women and girls and even journalists. There was a couple of female journalists who were smeared using deep fake porn and shit like that of them, like, fucking a bunch of dudes. Um, that's just already happening. They're creating these crises, so then people will be like, oh my gosh, please, no, seed our seed our phones and our devices with the software that you know i'm saying at a kernel level at a software operating system level injects this big this blockchain tracking technology that veridictum created so whenever we upload our videos you'll be able to find them anywhere on the internet but imagine that imagine you end up filming a war crime that the u.s government did um but now all of our phones, because a new law passed, the you know fingerprint ID act passed or whatever, 
Um, now, if you know, saying, remember all that shit that happened with the Blackwater guys? What if somebody filmed that? But it's already been some years after that law has passed, and then they um, find out there were like thirty witnesses to this war crime that happened. Well, what they're gonna do is they're gonna go and fucking find you know what I'm saying that uh, what's it called that that blockchain fingerprint um, for devices, etc. I bet you it's gonna have all sorts of things like. Where was the location of the device? Where was the, you know what I'm saying, uh, the angle of the shot? What cell phone tower are they connecting to? Um, except there's going to be so much location data and whatever, like, threaded into that fucking fingerprint. So basically, like, if, like, a war crime happens or whatever, then, like, right? And they've already passed a law and all these manufacturers have to, at a operating system base level, um, inject all pictures and video, etc., with this uh, blockchain technology. So now, if the U.S. commits a war crime and someone films it, they can just go and fucking corrupt that shit. They can just go and corrupt those files. They can go find where it is online and then, you know, nuke that fucking profile and then all of their video and media go- disappears and shit like that. Like, that's essentially what they want to do. They want to pass legislation. They're already doing it to people that they're concerned about. They're already doing it. Whenever they're bringing this shit up into the zeitgeist, the same thing with the Espionage Act, etc. It's because they want to use it and they don't want to get in trouble for doing it. They're already doing it, but now they don't want to get in trouble for it. So they're trying to normalize us to it, like Stockholm Syndrome, like people getting normalized, normalizing their kidnappers, etc. So if they keep talking about it and they bring it up in conversation, sooner or later we become docile to this and you know what i'm saying sooner or later so if someone keeps pulling the fucking fire alarm fire alarm fire alarm fire, eventually you're just gonna get you know um normalized to it. it's not gonna make a big deal oh i guess somebody pulled the fire alarm again i don't know and um they're going to put this for everyone's shit the same thing with the espionage act that's why they're getting trump they're, they're normalizing that so when they bring a assange here the government thinks that they're not going to have any backlash, but let me tell you, bro, motherfuckers, you guys need to be out there going off on a side note, aside from this technology, motherfuckers, you guys better be out there like the George Floyd Floyd riots, the same way that you saw the government stepping on a man and, and allowing their thugs to murder a man in the fucking street. And those guys were so comfortable of doing it and it outraged the nation. The same kind of outrage needs to happen when they bring Assange here and they fucking put him on trial, there needs to be people in the fucking streets because essentially what they're doing is they're putting the First Amendment on trial. And they're doing it to an international journalist and they're fucking making an example of him so nobody else wants to swing on the U.S. government. All right? If, if watching a man get killed in the street made you angry, you should be equally as angry as the U.S. government Trying to pacify you to pass a law or to, 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 to win an illegal court case. Illegal. It's, it's against the Constitution. They're trying to dig up bullshit and they're trying to normalize it. Imagine not being able to say whatever the fuck you want anymore. Imagine journalists have to register and get special licenses and shit like that. Oh, you can't go and investigate crimes. You can't go and investigate situations, etc. You're not a licensed journalist. What the fuck are you talking about? 
And then let me guess, my license is going to be tied to all my devices, etc. They'll probably like, like what, marry the my license number to my computer, which has the software in it that automatically laces all my videos and pictures with this blockchain fingerprint. It's a fucking slippery slope, dog. When that motherfucker comes here, there should be riots like George fucking Floyd. The same thing is happening. It's just to our rights. Okay? George Floyd is us trying to fight, you know what I'm saying? And and our and our right to free speech. And, and and Derek Chauvin is the United States. Motherfuckers better be out in the fucking street. I know I will. I know I will be out there demonstrating, etc. when that dude gets brought to the United States. They're trying to already pay attention to the media. They're trying to bring up cases about the espionage act. They're trying to put that shit on Trump and they're making that a big spectacle. So when they bring Assange here, it won't be such a big deal. So they can get away with it. They're trying to pacify us. Eventually, then people will be like, well, if this could happen to Assange, what can happen? Oh, well, now we need to fucking register you as a journalist. And let me once you get a journalist license, who's to say that they're not going to fucking use Rule 41 to hack your fucking computers? Put that software in your shit before they even pass the laws that say they have to have that that. Bitcoin, uh, Bitcoin, that blockchain uh, fingerprinting software embedded into your system and, and attached to all fucking uh, videos and devices. 20 fucking years ago, bro, the idea of the government listening to my phone calls, watching what I do online was bananas. Now people just be like, oh, I fucking figured they're probably doing that shit. Like now it's just like, oh, I figured because we've been pacified. 20 years all it took, bro. That's it. That's that's one person going through school and enrolling in college. And then uh, we've completely changed our value system, what the government's allowed to do to us. Thank you, daddy. Can I have another? It's fucking bananas. Anyways, this technology already exists. I personally was put under the thumb of it. And if you're going to expose government corruption, they're going to lace your shit with this. They're going to use Rule 41 to hack your shit, lace all your videos and clips, etc. So even if you try to get the truth out, they're going to be able to find it. And they'll squash it before anybody sees it. Or they'll just use some sort of universal shadow ban. Where motherfucker, like, on any platform across the entire internet. You have to understand, this is the government's pipes we're using. Like, do you know what I'm saying? It's like uh, using your parents' fucking Wi-Fi. Like, they can shut it off. They know everything that passes through that bitch. It's their shit. You know what I'm saying? It's not like we're getting away with it. They see everything that goes through that. That's why we have so many satellite monitoring stations to catch all the traffic everywhere. And catch, and they'll be using those stations to catch crimes, etc. Like, let's say another George Floyd event happens. I mean, you have to really understand what the slippery slope this is. That's another interesting case. Like, I don't think most people know, like, even your local law enforcement departments has basically the same tech the NSA had. Like, they police the Internet. They're allowed to do so much administrative level shit to the Internet just locally. And that's just local law enforcement. A lot of people don't know that. 
Um, what to say 20 years from now, let's say they pass that law, right? The, the, the blockchain fingerprint law. They're already starting to talk about it. They're just trying to normalize it first before they pass some legislation. They're going to create a crisis or be like, oh my gosh. Yeah, no, this poor lady's life got fucking, this journalist lady's life got destroyed with this, you know, fake humping video or whatever. She sucked off like 10 dudes and it wasn't her, but everyone and everyone ostracized her and no one wanted to fucking, you know what I'm saying? Let her work again. Right. And the people are going to be like, oh my gosh, we, we need to. You know what I'm saying? We need to protect ourselves from this. Yeah, I guess we should have that technology. That thing you guys were talking about already. It's weird that you were talking about it before this happened. Well, let's say 20 years goes down the road. Just like with how NSA-type technology has been passed down to literally law enforcement. Cops have fucking Stingray devices, which is like a micro-NSA department in their car. They can just scrape the files on your phone with the Stingray device. They can park outside your house. They can park down the street. Act like a fake cell phone tower, uh, connect your phone, listen to your phone, look at you through your phone, look at your screen, scrape your files. The U.S. Navy has an even gnarlier version of a Stingray. I forget what the fuck it's called. But, I mean, bro, 20 years down the road, let's say this uh, legislation passes for this um, blockchain media lacing technology so they can find anything. Just like with the NSA and shit like that, it's going to filter down to cops. So what happens when cops fucking kill somebody at a at a traffic stop because you know you can't uh, you know they got a, a a bip they got a a brown in public you know a black in public they're guilty of bip and they fucking murder some dude and then 20 years passes after that fucking law already passes says all operating systems have to have it it's been a few years so now people are starting to create hacks for it and now anybody can fucking use that technology to scrape things off the internet so what happens when local police departments or the FBI or whatever commits a major fucking crime or they fucking murder a person in the street or whatever. And there's a few people to videotape that shit. Well, they'll just, since the law already passed and now that shit is already embedded into all of our phones. It comes from the manufacturer with that shit. Cause they had to pass the law to protect us. Cause that thing happened. Remember with that journalist, etc. Um, now they'll be able to just find the fucking people passing the fucking video around of these cops just stepping all over your constitutional rights, fucking murdering a man for being black in public or whatever, and then just fucking scrape that shit from the internet. And now we'll, you know what I'm saying, fucking 40 years down the road, now we'll never know when our government did something wrong to us because they were already scraping that shit from the internet. Tell me slippery slopes don't exist. Cops can, cops literally have an NSA department in their car. That's cops. Cops. I don't hate cops. But you can get all D's in high school and still become a cop. You don't need a, 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 a an, an education in social work, etc. There is no ethics courses they have to keep refreshing every three to four years to make sure they understand what is and what isn't right. Those are just beat cops. And now they have access to all your shit. And that only happened after 20 years ago when that happened. Now they... Just some local beat cop can pull you over and just know everything, all everything about you, spying you, no warrant needed, whatever. Who's to say that 20 years from now after, you know, they um, cause a crisis and then, you know, that shit that they're talking about with lacing uh, fingerprinting media to combat misinformation, um, that sooner or later that doesn't, that doesn't trickle down to law enforcement. And now even the cops who are fucking us up. Now they get to scrape all the evidence of their crimes constantly. 
Now we'll never, now, now we're just living hostage. We'll be held hostage by our own fucking government at that point. Even city governments. Don't tell me it's not a slippery slope. 20 years ago, it would, it was bananas that a fucking cop could just drive by your house and just decide to scrape all your files and listen to you and watch you through your cell phone camera. They have that device in their fucking car. That's just a fucking cop. Who's to say the software doesn't trickle down to law enforcement so when they commit crimes or they kill a person on a traffic stop and there's maybe five to six people recording their phone that all of a sudden those things just don't get deleted? We'll never know that anything happened wrong. War crimes. Let's say we get another wartime president, another war hawk, and he gets us and he makes us go to war. But that law's already passed on all the devices now that people have because everyone wants the newest shit. Um, all have that, all have that software embedded into the motherboard now. So all the videos and pictures are all laced with this blockchain technology. Now we won't even know about war crimes. The shit is draconian as fuck. And if you, everyone's bitching and moaning about Obama bringing it up, he didn't invent the technology. That shit's been out for a while. I've had it used on me literally getting close to what, seven years ago. So it's old. They're just trying to normalize you to it because now they want to do it at scale. And that technology at scale is draconian as shit. Once you understand how it can be used to rob you of your rights, to rob you of being able to record the police. I hope this message finds you as I broadcast from San Diego from deep inside the filter bubble. We have had an update to how we are hosting this movie. Um, I was already getting a report from lots of people saying we can't see the movie. It says this movie's not available in our area. Some people say this movie has been removed. Thanks for bringing that to my attention because I was just sitting there just like, man, there's so many of you guys, you know, who tune into the podcast. And, um, you know what I'm saying? I got some high numbers for these, uh, for these director commentary episodes. And, um... It, now this totally makes sense because now YouTube has sent me a copy strike notice on our backup channel and our um, native channel for the Mesh News Project where we're hosting the film. Um, it says that it is full. It says that it's full of misinformation from COVID, even though I literally took. All, all the material from this movie is made from clips I procured off YouTube. So how is this information illegal? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, how is this information illegal if I downloaded it all from their platform? I guess they just don't like the order of how I put things. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? So it's not illegal content if it's not put in larger context for a giant grift. Do you understand? Like, how crazy is that? But yeah, all the stuff, all the stuff that's on my, on this movie is all pulled from YouTube, all YouTube clips. So how is it something that is, well, well, I'll tell you first, it was telling me that I had copyright notice, right? And then I, then I kept getting reports that then I, then that this content was, um, not suited for minors. And then I got a takedown notice and in that order. But I, you know what I'm saying, I just went back and started checking some of the uh, other podcast platforms and people reporting Broken Link. They said 
this movie's not available in my area, etc. So, yeah, I'm sorry. So we have to move the movie to Odyssey, which sucks because it really, you know what I'm saying, it really hurt the debut of this film. Obviously, that was most likely on purpose. But, so we had to switch to Odyssey. You don't need an app to use Odyssey. Odyssey's a video sharing platform, but they don't have regulations on what you can post, etc. It's kind of like how Elon has made Twitter. He just, free speech, you know what I'm saying? People can say what they want, and then you make sense of the information that, you know what I'm saying, you take in. So we're on Odyssey. I've updated all the links and all the podcast descriptions. So please refer to that Odyssey link because um, for some reason this information is illegal in YouTube's eyes even though I pulled it all off of YouTube. Isn't that crazy? Anyways, I appreciate all the support. I love all the comments. Um, I'm sorry I'm taking a while to get back on feedback. I'm still uh, recovering from COVID. But... um, yeah, thanks for giving me that update, and now I'm really understanding what's going on, especially now I see these comments of people saying they said it's not available in my area, I live in the United States, like, that's, I can't believe that, so yeah, we're on Odyssey now, so go ahead and check out the film on Odyssey, thanks you guys, go ahead and refer to that link in the description, it's in between the two finger pointing arrow hands, thanks. Thanks.